Welcome back to the She Recovery Podcast, a resource of SheRecovery.com. I'm your host, Crystal Renaud Day. I'm an author, speaker, certified coach, and a master's level pastoral counselor with over a decade of experience working with women facing pornography addiction and other unwanted sexual behaviors. You can learn more about me and She Recovery at SheRecovery.com. You might have noticed that I didn't even announce what season or episode that we're on today because unfortunately, I'm interrupting what would have been season three, episode six of the whole new year series to let you know that we're going on a break for a while as my mom, Gina, who's been my co-host and guest for the last several weeks, is helping my dad recover from a pretty severe case of covid And if you don't mind, I would very much appreciate your prayers for my dad's recovery, as well as for my mom as she is his primary caregiver at home with him. Last week, episode five was the last of our pre-recorded episodes for this series. It's my hope that we'll be able to resume our discussion on 90 Days to Wholeness here on the podcast someday soon. But if nothing else, the podcast will return in some form or fashion, no matter what, by the summer 2022. You might be wondering, you know, why don't I just take over for her from here um, or just take over from here myself? It's an excellent question. The truth is, um, I've honestly been through my own difficulties in addition to what my dad has been going through and my mom has been going through the last couple of weeks. Um, I was away. Um, at the end of January, on a writing retreat, working on my new book, Dirty Girls Renewed. Um, I was out of town, the townhouse that I was staying in, the Airbnb townhouse, um, the one that was connected to me, the townhouse connected to where I was staying, actually experienced a fire. Um, It wasn't until I smelled smoke and saw smoke coming into my unit that I even knew there was a problem. Um, the, t- the townhouse, um, that was, was on fire was, it was the end of the complex. I was right next to that, that unit and began to see smoke coming into my building, my unit. Um, so I had to think fast and call 911 and, uh, didn't know if anybody was next door. And it was really a pretty traumatic situation. I actually have a hard time really talking about it still. Um, this is pretty fresh, um, it just happened here the last week of January. Um, and thankfully, nobody was hurt. Um, nobody was, um, you know, injured. Uh, no, no, no deaths. Um, the person whose townhome it was, um, they weren't home. They had uh, negligently left their bonfire or, you know, fire pit uh, lit and left their home and Seems as if, you know, an ember may have um, jumped up to the house and made the house catch fire. Um, Unfortunately, their dogs um, did succumb to the fire. Um, But it was a really scary situation because, you know, I'm away. I'm by myself and I don't know if there's anybody home at this complex next door. And so I am, you know, leaving my unit, calling 911, going next door, knocking on doors and windows and not, and no response. And so in my mind, you know, I'm thinking 
because all their lights are on. It looks like they're home. And I'm thinking to myself that whoever is in this home has succumbed to this fire. Um, so it was, it was really traumatic. Um, um, thankfully, I had a friend um, living nearby. Um, she was able to come and get me and I felt really secure. But, you know, um, it was one of the scarier and uh, most intense experiences of my life. Um, and, you know, I didn't know if I was going to lose all of my things that I had brought. I didn't know, you know, there's just so many things going through your mind that don't really matter when you're experiencing something like that. But then you think back later on and it's like, you know, if I'd gone to bed early, um, cause it was like 11 o'clock at night, you know, if I had gone to bed earlier, um, you know, I could have succumbed to carbon monoxide poisoning and all of that. You know, the firefighters had said, um, before they gave me the all clear to go upstairs and grab my things, you know, that the monoxide, um, levels were over a hundred upstairs in the bedroom that I was staying in, but there was, you know, no fire, um, and barely any smoke up there, but because of the carbon monoxide, you know, it could have been really bad. It could have been seriously bad. So I'm rambling. I haven't really talked about this out loud much at at all in, um, the last couple of weeks, you know, it's been nine days, um, or 10 days since that experience. Um, so it's fresh and, um, you know, the next day after all of that, and I am in a hotel room instead of my Airbnb, I get a call from my mom telling me that your dad is, you know, seriously sick. He has severe, severe dehydration. There was just so much going on, um, that I'm still kind of recovering from, and um, I came home early from my trip because of my dad. Um, and he was in such bad shape that uh, we brought him home into my home um, for, for three nights to help take him, help my mom and my dad and everything else. And so it's just been a really um, kind of a whirlwind of a time in the last couple of weeks. And so um, my dad is getting better. Uh, slowly. Um, but the dehydration and other issues that COVID had caused, it's really taken a toll on his body. It's taken a toll on my mom, um, who also was sick with COVID. Um, thankfully, she is better. Um, but my dad just really got knocked out. And it's been a challenging time. So needless to say, I am in need of rest. I'm in need of recovery. My mom certainly is in need of recovery and rest, um, and we are just doing our best. And so I do thank you for your understanding, for your listenership, for your prayers. You know, I wish I had some eloquent, you know, super spiritual um, things to tell you and to say and to add to just this brief announcement about what's been going on with me and my mom and our family and the reason that we are not going to be able to proceed with our plans for this series of episodes. But I will say this, you just never know what will happen. Um, and that's just the truth. Um, you just never know what will happen. But what I do know is God is not surprised by the events that have taken place um, God is not surprised that my dad fell sick. My dad's not surprised that I was involved in a house fire. Um, God's not surprised that, you know, that 
maybe you slipped up in the last week and you're struggling with your recovery. God's not surprised by any of it. God's not shaken. God's not um, sitting up in heaven, just like wringing his hands, like, what am I going to do? Because his plans are perfect. And even when our plans don't work out the way that we hope that they will, his plans and plans for us are still perfect. And sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees and actually see the good in any of it. But what I will say is, you know, you can look back on my, you know, 10 days ago and being involved in that fire and be immensely disappointed that my trip that I had planned for months to go out to Maryland and take those, you know, those 10 days away to write this book that God has placed on my heart. And for that entire trip to just literally go up in smoke and say, what was the point of that? You know, why would God have me, you know, experience that? Like, why would I waste that much time and effort um, just to be a part of a fire and have to come home early because my dad has COVID. When it happened, when when I experienced this house fire, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm special or that God set me apart for just such a time as this, but maybe he did. But where I was staying was in a town home that was being used as an Airbnb. People... Most of the other units, I would probably say all of the other units are just people who live there all the time. And yet mine was an Airbnb that is, you know, rented out periodically here and there. What if I hadn't been staying at that complex that week, that night? It could have been sitting empty, right? And... It's possible that that fire that started in that far unit next to mine at the edge of the complex would have burned through to my unit and then into the next unit. And the next unit, the one on the other side of me, housed a young mother and her infant son. And they were dead asleep when the ambulance or when ambulances and the fire trucks arrived. They had to be awakened by firemen knocking on their doors and windows. And when you think back on the fact that my bedroom in my unit was so full of carbon monoxide that if I had been up there asleep, I would have died. I hate to think that the people next to me, that young mother and her child, would have had no idea that this fire was burning because it was at the end of the unit and those young people, that young woman and her child could have succumbed to carbon monoxide or fire. Um, so nothing is accidental. I don't believe in coincidences. And even though my experience in going out to Maryland to write my book ended up with me having to, you know, grab my things in the, in the you know, middle of the night and run to the edge of the street and call 911 and try to save people. It's not in vain that I lost that week of writing. It's not in vain that I lost out on my trip because I was in the right place at the right time. 
And I also think about, you know, I am a thousand miles away from my parents while they're wrestling and battling COVID. And I feel helpless there. But I also think about how me being away was also not in vain because my brothers stepped up. They stepped up to the plate and helped my parents, helped my mom get my dad to the ER and helped my um, mom, you know, get the things that she needed from my dad and to to support them. And even my husband back home was called and and was able to help and be of support to my mom. And so none of this is in vain. And God is not surprised, again, by any of this. And I do think that he sets things up. And it all works out when, even when we can't necessarily see the why in the moment, you know, again, the forest through the trees, but you can look back and have some hindsight and say, all of that worked out the way it was supposed to. Um, and even me coming home early and, and providing my mom and dad a safe haven for a couple of days to help my mom rest and recover and to get them through a snowstorm so my dad wouldn't have to snowball the driveway, you know, just these little things. And I'm, and I'm rambling again. <laughs> None of this is scripted. I am just trying to give an announcement about what's going on. But I just want you to know that if you're wrestling right now in your recovery, and let's say, you know, we are, you know, we are several weeks into this thing. We are, we are, um, you know, a month and a week in to 90 days to wholeness, that if you're wrestling with this and if you're struggling right now and you can't see the forest through the trees right now because all you can think about is how much you're tempted or how much you're wrestling with your emotions and, and the darkness. And I want you to know that it's not in vain, that the things you're wrestling with right now, the struggle, it, the temptation, any of it, it's not in vain because you can learn from all of it. You can look back at your slip ups and your mistakes and say, what can I do next time to set myself up for success? So don't look at slips and messing up. And for some of you use the word fail, which I hate the word fail, but if that helps you, you know, if you feel like you're a failure right now, I want you to stop with the negative talk, stop with the things that are going to keep you down. And I want you to look back on those experiences, look back on What is it you're wrestling with? And seriously ask yourself, what could you do next time to set yourself up for success? Do you need to change how your bedroom is set up? Do you need to change how accessible technology is at at nighttime? Do you need to join a shoe recovery meeting? Do you need to do any of the, so many other things to set yourself up for success? It's so easy to look at the slip and not the why. It's so easy to look at the slip and to say, I'm a terrible person. I'm such a bad person. I can't believe I did this again. But truthfully, you need to step, take a step back and look at it objectively and say, yeah, I slipped up. Why? What was going on at the time when that took place? Were you wrestling with some thoughts, some feelings, some difficult emotions? Were you trying to hide away your, in your emotions? So these are all things to think about, that even in the midst of a struggle, when you're feeling low, you're feeling down, it's never wasted. Every opportunity that you have is an opportunity for God to expose and to show more of what to work on, more of himself and his grace for you, and to show you that there's always a way out from temptation. So right now, if you're wrestling, It's okay. 
Have grace for yourself. Speak kindly to yourself. Read scriptures that speak to who you are in Christ and how much you are loved by the one who created you, by the one who created all things, the creator of the universe who loves you, loves you more than you could ever imagine. And he does not want you in despair. Despair leads to darkness and darkness leads to isolation and isolation leads to acting out. So get up, my dear friend, and keep walking forward. Um, I encourage you that if you haven't, you know, go check out the other two full seasons of She Recovery Podcast. There are some remarkable and helpful interviews and information to help you, not just in your behavioral recovery, but in your, you know, emotional and spiritual walk as well. You may also want to visit SheRecovery.com for resources, including our virtual meetings, and just encourage you to stay tuned for the return of the podcast in the months to come. I promise we will be back. And again, I apologize that we weren't able to conclude our conversation, but I do encourage you to conclude your journey through 90 Days to Wholeness. And you can get that through version. Version Bible app. You can get the Nine Days to Wholeness devotional for free there or on Amazon as a workbook. Again, thank you so much for listening. We will be back soon. In the meantime, I pray you take care. Love those who you're around and take care of yourself. Be safe. Stay healthy. Take care. Thank you for listening to the She Recovery Podcast, a resource of SheRecovery.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with those who you think will enjoy it too. And be sure to subscribe to never miss a new episode each week. You can also visit SheRecovery.com slash podcast to access the listener notes for this episode, as well as to access our Patreon page. You can show your support of the She Recovery podcast and SheRecovery.com by becoming a patron. Patrons receive exclusive content, recovery tools, and even She Recovery merchandise that is not found anywhere else. Thank you for your support, and I hope you'll join me again next week for a new episode of the She Recovery Podcast.